Hello and welcome back to Big Lezzers League and all rugby league experience. Let's go through part two of looking through our predicted one to 17s. We're going to go through the Titans, uh, the Dolphins and the Manly Seagulls. Let's start off with the Gold Coast Titans. Now, obviously... Going into 2024, a few issues around who is going to be in the fullback role and how they're going to organize their team around that as well. So uh, let's have a look at my predicted 1 to 17, and then we'll go through all the main points about that. Um, so Jaden Campbell is my fullback. I've got Alafiana Khan, Pereira, uh, and Philip Sami on the wings as per last year. Then I've got Brian Kelly and AJ Brimson in the centers. A lot of rumors suggesting that AJ will play in the centers. I'm very keen to see if those come to be true. Uh, but he is at center for me at the moment next to Philip Sami on the right side. Uh, and then Brian Kelly and Alafiana Khan Pereira on the left. But that could go either way. Uh, Kieran Foran and Tanner Boyd. Uh, they are in the halves. Uh, I've still got Tanner Boyd there. Yes, I've been very high on Tom Weaver uh, getting that spot, but you'll see where I put him in a second. Uh, Moeki Fodawaka and Kanan Palasea to start in the front row uh, with Sam Verrills at nine. Uh, Dave Fafida and Bo Moore in the back row. People forgetting about Bo Firma. Uh, he is an absolute weapon, and he will definitely be back in this side. Obviously, very unlucky uh, to have sustained that ACL injury, uh, but he'll definitely be in the side for sure. And Tino Fasilamalaoui is at 13. Uh, then we have Tom Weaver uh, coming off the bench in a 14 role. I think they need to blood him. It's not every day you get young halves. He's obviously a New South Welshman as well, so they recruited him from New South Wales. Um, you know, he needs to be blooded ASAP as well. ASAP. Uh, you know, so a New South Wales club doesn't poach him in the future. So him coming off the bench in the 14, maybe in a roaming sort of capacity, uh, I'd love to see. Aaron Clark on the bench as well, can come in in the middle, can come in on an edge, and also come in at nine as well if need be. Isaac Fasulamala-Aoi, uh, Tino's brother, bringing a bit of size off the bench, and then Jermaine Joloff uh, had a really solid end to the year as well, coming off the bench for me. Uh, looking like a very solid outfit. And yes, obviously at the start of reading at that lineup, you would have realized that I have Jaden Campbell at fullback. I think he's got to be the fullback. He is the future. Uh, and he's doing great things in that role as well. He looked really, really good towards the back end of the year. Does need to add a little bit of size on for me. Uh, you know, bulk up a little bit, add on a few kilos, maybe at least five kilos before season start. Um, but, you know, he looked really good towards the back end of the year. He looks good all year, to be honest, Jaden Campbell. Um, I think fullback's definitely his position. I definitely wouldn't have him anywhere near the halves. A lot of people say that he should play 5-8 to solve the problem of, you know, where everyone's going, but I think that's unfair to put all the pressure on Kieran Foran to run the footy, so footy side. Uh, when you can have Tanner Boyd there, who is an out-and-out halfback who can take that role and let Kieran Foran play his footy. 
Um, so, yeah, I think that Jaden Campbell is the fullback for me. Uh, AJ Brimson at centre. As I said before, rumours suggest that he will be at centre. Uh, so he's in there for me. Whether it be left or right, it doesn't really matter too much to me. He has roamed down both sides of the rucking games. So he can play either centre for me. Um, so I've got him on the right. Brian Kelly usually sits on the left. So I'm going to keep him... Sorry, I'm going to keep him on the left. Um, and then, yeah, look, I mean, the rest of the side is pretty much similar to last year. Tino goes to 13, um, obviously, to fit in Keenan Palacea. I think all of these guys start the game. A lot of them p- play big minutes. And I can see Keenan Palacea maybe coming off the bench to replace a Tino in the front row. Maybe Aaron Clark starts at 13, uh, which is what a lot of people are saying as well. But I think you want the biggest side out there to start the game as well. And then you can move the team around as need be. Uh, but yeah, Keenan Palacio, known to play big minutes. I've seen him play 60-minute games for the Broncos. Uh, Moki Fodawaka as well uh, can play big minutes. I've seen him play 50, 55-minute games before as well. And Tino, we've seen him play big minutes as well. So uh, all three of these guys, big minute forwards. Uh, and they get through a ton of work as well. Uh, and then both Irma in the back row. As I said, a lot of people have slept on him um, going into next year. Obviously, was out all this year with injury. Uh, obviously, recovering from an ACL. So, um, yeah, look, I mean, he's been super unlucky with injury. I think he comes straight back into this side. Um, you know, he is an absolute freak as well. Both Firma can play center, can play in the back row. Uh, and he's super, super talented. He is going to be a shock for everyone that forgot about him going into this season. Um, so, yeah, that is my Titans, 1-17. to 17. As I said, Tom Weaver, he comes off the bench and provides a little bit of a roaming role there in that number 14. Can also slot into number 9 if they need it. Aaron Clark can slot into 9 if they need it. He can also go into a lock forward role. Isaac Fasilamala-Awi, um, obviously a bit of size off the bench. Jermaine Jaloff always provides that toughness off the bench as well. So, yeah, that's my Titans 1-17. to 17. Let me know if you would change anything in my DMs or in the comment section of the post. Uh, let's move on to the Dolphins starting 17 as well going into this year. So... Um, a bit of a controversial one, but I think more people are inclined to agree with it now. I have got Jake Avarillo to start the year at fullback. I've got Jermaine Asako and Tessie New on the wings. Herbie Farnworth and Hamaso Tabuai Fido uh, in the centers. I've got Cody Nicarima to start the year at six. I've got a lot of pushback on Cody Nicarima. Did not think that I was going to get that much push pushback on Cody Nicarima starting the year at six, but I did. Uh, I've got Sean O'Sullivan in the number seven. Again, a lot of pushback on these two guys. I thought out of all of the halves throughout the entire year, these two were in the best form, and a lot of people can hate on Cody Nicarima because he's Cody Nicarima. But I think in terms of the best halves and the best form for the Dolphins throughout the entire year, I thought that these guys were it. They were in the best form for me. So they start the year. Um, Tom Flegler and Jesse Bromwich in the front row with Jeremy Marshall King at nine. Felice Galfusi and Colony Lemuelu in the back row. Tom Gilbert at 13. 
Isaiah Katoa, Kenny Bromwich, Mark Nichols, and Jared Wallace coming off the bench there for the Dolphins. Um, look, I could see Isaiah Katoa starting at six. I really could to blood him. Uh, but I think that he will come off the bench and play either in a number nine sort of role or in a roaming capacity as well if Jeremy Marshall King can play the full 80 there in the number nine. Um, but yeah, look, I mean, I'm very interested to see. They've also got a young guy in reserve grade, Max Plath, who can also come in and play in the number nine. Uh, he might come in during the year as well in a number 14 role if Isaiah Yo gets into the number six. But I don't think Isaiah Yo, uh, sorry, Isaiah Katoa, not Isaiah Yo, what the fuck am I talking about? Uh, Isaiah Katoa, I don't think he gets into the number six straight away. Uh, I think that it takes a few games for him to sort of get in there. I can see Cody Nicarima playing in the 14 as well and coming on at nine as well. Uh, He's obviously done that in the past for the Warriors and done it at a very high rate. Um, So I could swap those around either way. Uh, And now that I think about it, I probably would just quietly too. But I thought that Cody Nicarima, not only at six, but at fullback was really impressive um, last season or this season just passed. Going into next year, I wouldn't push back on it too much if he started the year at six. I also wouldn't push back it push back on it if Isaiah Katoa did, and he was playing in the number fourteen, Cody Nicarima as well. Um, and Sean O'Sullivan, I stand by that one hundred percent. He was brought in as the seven for this side. I don't, I really don't see it going any other way. Uh, a really decent organizer, and he learned a lot from Nathan Cleary, and we saw that at the start of the year as well, and throughout the year while he played. Um, that he learned a lot from Cleary. He learned a lot from being in that penalty system. Um, and he's a really high-quality seven. Once you give him a long, elongated shot, um, he can do great things for a footy side. Sean O'Sullivan, highly rate him. Think he's going to have a good year this upcoming season. Uh, Hamaso Tabuai Fado. He is in the centres. Uh, a lot of people are agreeing with me now that he should be in the centres. Uh, obviously, posted this before the World Cup games, and everyone was like, Hammers at fullback, you're dreaming. Jacob Varillo's in the centres. And a lot of people still have that opinion now. Um, about this side that Avarillo should be at centre. I thought Avarillo was average other than that one game where he scored two tries at centre. I thought that he was really average at centre. I think that he's a better fullback. I've seen the best footy from him at fullback. Uh, and then Hamaso Tabiwafado, he's defence at centre, his work ethic at centre. I think that he could be a high-quality NRL centre. Give him a bit of a roaming licence for sure, but I think that he has proven that he is a really high-quality centre. And him sitting next to either Jermaine Asako or Tessie New, uh, that's, that wing is going to be getting a shit-ton of tries um, going down the left or right-hand side of the field. I have got Herbie on the left. And I've got Hamaso Tabuai Fido on the right because Herbie did play on the left-hand side uh, for the Broncos. But that, again, could go either way depending on how they structure this side as well. Uh, Tommy Gilbert at, back in the 13, obviously after a big stint with injury. Um, I think that he is going to do great things for this side. He does start at 13 for me, and it solves a lot of problems that they had, that they had uh, at the back end of the year. They definitely missed Tom Gilbert towards the back end uh, in the middle. Uh, Tommy Flegler, he comes straight into the starting front row with Jesse Bromwich. You get a bit of experience with a bit of young and raw ability there in the starting front row. 
Uh, Kenny Bromwich moves to the bench. Obviously, he started a few games at 13. With Tom Gilbert back, he goes to the bench for me. And the good thing about Kenny Bromwich is he can play 13. He can play in the back row. He can play in the front row if you really need him to. And he can also play a little bit at nine. We've seen him play uh, a number nine role coming off the bench for Melbourne. Uh, and a little bit for this side. I think he did play or was supposed to play one game at nine for the Dolphins when they were really unlucky with injury. Um, but, yeah, look, I mean, he can come off and play nine as well as in the forwards as well. Kenny Bromwich. Uh, and then Mark Nichols and Jared Wallace. I mean, that is a scary front row combination coming off the bench there for the Dolphins. Uh, Jared Wallace has proven how much ability he has as well um, this uh, last season as well. So, keen to see what he, uh, what he can do next season. Uh, but, yeah, very excited about this Redcliffe Dolphins side. I really think that they're going to improve a lot. Um, I don't know if they're going to make the eight like everyone says they will, but uh, wouldn't be surprised if they do with the side that they've got on paper going into next year. Uh, And then finally, the Manly Seagulls. Uh, Let's have a look at their side going into 2024. Uh, They've got a very decent outfit too. Uh, Tom Trevojevic is at fullback for me, and he's got a little star next to his name just in case of injury. If Tom Trevojevic does go down with injury, I think that Ruben Garrick goes straight to fullback. It would either be him or Tolatau Kiala for me. I'd be happy with either one of those going to fullback, but Ruben Garrick has been there before for this side. Tolatau Kiala, though, he does provide... I can't speak today, provide a little bit more X factor for this side as well. Um, I'm going to be very keen to see what happens there. Um, But either one of those go to fullback and Brad Parker comes back into the side. He's obviously not in my team and you'll find out why in a second when you see who I've got in his place. Uh, So Tom Trevojevic at the moment at fullback. Jason Saab, the fastest man on the planet and Ruben Garrick are on the wings. Um, Tolatau Kaula and Tommy Talau in the centers. Luke Brooks and Daly Cherry Evans in the halves. Uh, Taniela Paseka and Toa Foa Sipley in the front row with Lachlan Croker at nine. Uh, Josh Shushta and Hamole Olakawatu in the back row with Jake Trevojevic at 13. Gordon Chan come Tong in the number 14 to play that number nine role off the bench. Uh, Ethan Bullymore, who was electric and earned himself another contract, rightfully so. And if he didn't, I'd be very surprised for the Manly Seagulls. Uh, Josh Aloye coming off the bench there in the front row rotation. Uh, and Corey Waddell, who can play in the front row. He can play in the back row. He can play a lock coming off the bench as well. The new signing. Um, Yeah, look, very, very keen to see how this Manly side goes going into next year as well. I think that if Tom Trevojevic does go down with the amount of talent that they've got in this side and the fact that they've got an out-and-out six now, they're going to be much more of a chance to be successful without Tom Trevojevic than they did last year when they were still having issues with who was going to play in the number six as well as having a big hole in this side in Tom Trevojevic. So um, even if Tom Trevojevic goes down again this year, I still think they can play some pretty decent football without him. Um, But yeah, look, I mean, there is, I guess, ways you could, you know, prevent... Tom Trevojevic, at least for the start of the year, getting injured. You could chuck him at center to start the year. Um, But I'm 
looking at the best possible side for the Manly Seagulls. And that best possible side for Manly is with him at fullback. Um, and I think that, yeah, while, yes, I think that it's a good idea to chuck him at centre to start the year, the best possible side has Tom Trevojevic fully fit at fullback. Um, Tolotel uh, Kiala, he is an absolute weapon. And in this World Cup, you know, side that was dominated by England for three games, he always managed to run over 100 metres, even over 200, and that's on the wing. So uh, you can't question his effort areas. I think that he starts the year at centre. I think he plays it at a high click as well. Um, I think partnered with Jason Saab to potentially on that right-hand side. And then you got Tommy Talao and Ruben Garrick on the left-hand side just doing some damage as well. So, um, yeah, look, I mean, I'm very keen to see, as I said, how this back line goes, but how this side goes going into next year. Uh, Luke Brooks is a big point for me. I think that he has a lot of potential playing next to DCE. I mean, I'm so keen to finally see some weight off Luke Brooks' shoulders. He can be the Robin to DCE's Batman and play some really exciting off-the-cuff footy without worrying about steering the ship. And that's been a big thing um, for Luke Brooks, which has put so much pressure on him at the West Tigers. Him going to Manly and just playing some free off-the-cuff footy is going to be massive for him. I feel like it's going to be a big year for Brooks as well. It's also good that Manly have finally locked in a six after foreign. Uh, um, I mean, they didn't have that last year, and it cost them in big games. It really did. You know, figuring out whether Shushta was the plan, whether Jake Arthur was the plan at the back end of the year, whether Cooper Johns at the start of the year was the plan before he got released. Um, you know, there was you know a lot of dramas in terms of who was playing six, and they were sort of battling that while figuring out how to fill the, to fill the hole. Um, of Tom Trevojevic, which, as I said, it cost them in big games. It really did, uh, especially against top eight sides. Um, but, yeah, look, I mean, I'm, as I said, I'm very keen to see Manly uh, playing some decent football this year. Um, yeah, look, I mean, it's going to be a very interesting year as well. I think a big loss through the middle is Sean Kepi, obviously going to South Sydney. I think they lose a bit of strike off the bench, uh, but Ethan Bullymore is just a mongrel. He provides that off the bench as well as, obviously, Josh Alaye, uh, Taniela Paseca, Tofoa Sipley, those guys. Um, I mean, it's a pretty decent lineup as well. Um, speaking of Josh Schuster, obviously, we talked about him when we were talking about the six before, uh, but Josh Schuster, you know, I think that he starts the year in the back row. I think he can be a high-quality back rower there and play almost like a second 5'8". They're on the left-hand side and organize the left-hand side along with Luke Brooks a little bit. I think that could be a very scary combination, especially with those um, chip kicks that Schuster can do. It can be a very scary combo, him and Luke Brooks. There on the edge, Josh Schuster. Uh, Jake Trevojevic, he doesn't start in the front row. He's back in his number 13 jersey for me. And I think they have the leniency to do that with Ethan Bullimore, Josh LAA, Corey Waddell coming off the bench. And then obviously Tofoa Sipley and Taniela Paseca starting. Um, yeah, look, and I mean, Lachlan Croker just re-signing as well. He was so good last year for them in the number nine. I imagine he's going to have another big year for Manly. And Gordon Chan Tong coming off the bench. It's going to sort of allow Lachlan Croker to have more energy by getting little stints off the field as well. Uh, and then he's going to be more impactful for the Manly Seagulls as well. And Gordon Chan Tong, it's like the per- perfect little combo. 
Uh, where Lachlan Croker gets through a lot of the defensive work to start the game. And then you get the little zippy number nine in Gordon Chan come tong to come on and create havoc through the middle. Uh, very exciting, mainly Seagull side going into 2024. One.